On the 139th episode of Fantasy Lens, we recap the big news of week 3, play start cart or sit pit, we get by curious for the first time this season, and as always, we give you our boys of the week. Let's start the show! Welcome to Fantasy Lens, home of the back-to-back but not back-to-back-to-back amateur fantasy podcast league champions because people are afraid of us and they don't invite us to their leagues. Uh, we are into week four. Pretty much now you have a good good uh, sense of your fantasy team and also a good sense of your regular team where the Giants may have lost their uh, franchise running back, but they gained a franchise quarterback. <laughs> yeah, you know, but sprained ankle. I know it's a high sprain. And they're saying four to eight weeks, but um, he can't. He had the same injury in college and came back in two weeks, so he's a little bit of a superhuman. I know. I just want. I just want to set up for that. Is it worth to rush him back, though? I mean, it depends what happens it, in the next week. Yeah, Daniel Jones so. just becoming the next. Uh, but yeah, George we have Lando our uh, our franchise quarterback after one game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, and I gotta, you know, I gotta apologize to Daniel Jones, apologize. me, and um, almost every other Giants fan, New Yorker, owes him an apology. But you know, if you're a New York fan, you and you live long enough, you're gonna be somebody who boos on draft night because that's just what we do. It's kind of a rite do, of passage. Yeah, we do the old boo and regret on, on draft night. I'd rather we, boo uh, and regret than cheer and be disappointed later on. And make your jersey like the best selling in football. Like that's what we'll do. We'll boo you, and then as soon as you're good, you'll have the best selling jersey in the sport. You'll just uh, unreasonably stand for the guy. Yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get behind you real quick as soon as, <laughs> soon as you show anything good. But look, that's a real performance. I, I, and as far as fantasy goes, I mean, you gotta kind of pick the guy up, right? Four touchdowns, two rushing, over our 330 yards passing. That's can't ignore that. It's the uh, the it's the Josh Allen. I want to say conundrum, but um, the Josh Allen way of even if he's not going to have the best weapons around him with Saquon out and you know not the best receivers, he can still get points with his feet and still give you twenty points, no problem. Yeah, I mean, and Josh Allen has never looked. Remote, even close to being that good of a passer. No, yeah, some of those. Uh, never the, had a game in his career where he threw the ball that accurately. Well, uh, the one throw he there was a couple throws where he was, I mean, just about to get blasted, and he, and he delivered great passes. Yeah, sidesteps pressure. I guess the only um, downside to his game that anyone has seen so far in preseason and the first game is that he keeps his eyes downfield so much and to the very last second that he's prone to fumbles. But I think that's a I think I'd rather have that problem, meaning that he's gonna like make a lot of plays that won't be there for normal quarterbacks and then sometimes he might turn it over. I don't know. That I, that's a that's a decent problem for me rather than the old Eli throw it in the dirt whenever someone's close. <laughs> like I I I much rather a guy try stuff out. Yeah, you, you, Giants uh, really 
look like they swung from one direction hard to the other real quick. With their Danny Dimes, baby, even has a nickname already. You know what? I'm, I, I don't like Danny Dimes as a nickname. I don't care what you like. Well, I'm just saying, like, like as a non-biased observer, they, they, I feel... He wanted Donald Dimes, but that just doesn't ring too well. well first off, that, that sounds awful. Uh, he's a uh, Sammy Tonsil hockey now. <laughs> Sorry, our QB fucks. I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I I want to see what he's gonna do next next week. I really do. I was they play they play the Redskins. He's probably gonna have another thirty point game. I still like to see it. I mean, put them together. You know, even uh, you know, Mr. Biscuits looked all right at times. Yeah, no, but you can see with Mr. Biscuits overthrowing players and still not making good decisions, even though they're up twenty one runs, nothing right now. It's like it's still Mr. Biscuits just doesn't look good. Like I really want to see if you know Jones can put some stuff together. And you know, again, like you said he had a you said he had a great receiving core, but I mean, you know, Shepard is around. Evan Ingram looks amazing, and they're getting gold. They, rated, though. And they're getting Golden Tate back uh, week five. So yeah, that's an underrated. That's above average. I mean, people just don't think of. They're like, it's that mental block where Ingram's a tight end. It's like he's not a tight end. He's a receiver. Yeah. It's, he doesn't like really block much. He doesn't. He's a for all intents and purposes. He's a receiver that sometimes lines up closer to the line than most receivers. Well, now if you want another receiver that people, you know, have overlooked and may still be a free agent, but uh, Golden Tate, like look at him, you know, grab uh, him now. I mean, sure. if, if I mean, spot. if if he was overlooked and not drafted, that time has passed where you're gonna pick people to pick him up. I feel like no, then this definitely leads Maybe Darius Slayton. I mean, yeah, that, that's what I was favorite of Jones. In the uh, preseason, I mean, if if Jones is going to be just bombing it deep and looking deep all the time, it looks like Slayton could be the guy that receives those one or two bombs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a, an eye out. I'm not saying pick him up, but like if he has another good game next week. Now, keep in mind they have Minnesota and um, and the Patriots after Washington, so it will get harder. Yeah. But I, I mean, everyone's going to have a string of hard defenses, but the, those are two of the best. I, I mean, the Patriots probably have the best defense in the league right now with the Bears. I, I'd put them neck and neck. I mean, they've given up no defensive touchdowns, right? They haven't. I mean, they've played pretty terrible competition, but still. Hey, three games. You still have to play people. Yeah, I, it's still a feat, you know, to give up no uh, no defensive touchdowns in three games. I don't care who you're playing. They're still NFL teams, you know? For sure. You sure about but, that? Uh, yeah, I, against the Redskins, who look putrid again, um, I think he's a viable start. And I'm not benching Shepard again, let's just say that. I think he could definitely move into a wide receiver too. And Evan Ingram looks like the guy right behind Kelsey right now. Yeah, he might be a past Kelsey right now. I I, I just – What? No. I, uh, I mean, I'm not. That, that, that's I'm crazy talk. That's – Ingram or Kelsey. That is crazy talk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, right now, right now, everything will end up number one. Wow. Wait, what? Right, wait, 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 Like, overall? Number one tight end overall. Yeah, overall. Right, you're, you're fucking crazy, man. You're what? Crazy. Why is that crazy? <laughs> you're just crazy. Alright, talk to me week 17 or week 16 is gonna be one number one overall, man. 
That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I think he can be number two. One is a little pushing it. Um, I don't think so. Just Kelsey is like, I think there's like a crazy stat. The amount of games he's had over 80 yards receiving. I forget what it is. I was just, when I was watching the game, yeah, they, they put it up for a second. Like, oh, Kelsey passes 80 again, like his 10th straight game with over 80. He's just such a, he has such a high floor, Kelsey. He does. He does. But I, I like what I've seen from Evan Ingram. I like, they just, I, the talent's definitely there and the opportunity they're going to be there on that offense. You know, he is their best threat by far. He's also so much faster than I thought he was on that 80-yard sprint. Oh, it looked ridiculous. I was like, what? I, I, mean, I did not know he had that top speed because he just raced away from the cornerback. Yeah, he really – he reached like 20 miles per hour, which is what – So runs on his runs. I like those stats. He accounted for two of the top four fastest uh, run times by QBs this year in that game. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray were the other two. Makes sense with those. He got up to like 19.7 miles per hour Damn. on his, a couple of his rushes. Yeah, I mean, everybody said he was athletic and fast, but nobody said he was like one of the fastest QBs in the league fast. Like Kyler Murray fast. Yeah, it's that, that was kind of shocking. They put that stat up and I was like, holy shit. Okay. Uh, I guess it's just those long gazelle like strides. <laughs> Covers five yards in a single stride. It's like, uh, oh, was it, I guess, it, is it like Usain Bolt, those strides that he has? Like, that, like, really, yeah. like it, it just looks really long. Like, it doesn't look like he's actually moving fast, but it's just like, it just, he's Bolt taking Jones. longer strides Usain than Bolt everybody Jones. else. New nickname. Yeah, his, like, better nickname. Two, two strides is somebody's three. Because I was kind of, when I was watching the game with D, I was kind of saying, like, on his first run, I was like, yeah, I, I've heard he's kind of like Alex Smithy, where it's, mm. you don't expect him to be a good runner. But he is, and then I, I think it's a, a little over Alex Smith now. Like I think yeah. he's probably a little more athletic. But I mean, Alex Smith what broke out a fifty yard run like every other game. If I don't know if that was. I know we don't remember him because of his hard knee injury, but yeah. he would regularly rush it pretty well. He was looking good today, by the way. I don't know if he's a, a he was game. not looking good. He was limping noticeably. Not no, bending. I mean, like, he was not bending his knee. At but all. I mean, like. The fact that he was actually fucking standing. I like, guess, yeah. I thought that was a pretty good improvement of, you know, what the fuck happened to his knee. Yeah. So, that was all right. How is, how is a professional football field so shitty where it just catastrophic knee injuries co- consistently happen? Gotta talk to it's, the, uh... it's a shame. It really is that they allow that. Well, but you would think just a million dollars could fix that forever. I don't know a if million that, dollars could fix that forever, <laughs> and that's a drop in the bucket for the NFL or any yeah, any franchise. Yeah, pretty much there. But uh, all right, let's move on. Let's go on to the good, the bad, the ugly from week three. My good is Mike Evans finally came through in a big way. Not to uh, spe- not to spend more time on Giants and Buccaneers game, but Mike Evans he got forty five points in PPR leagues. I'm sure carried a bunch of people to to victories. Looking, his first two weeks were were pretty pretty shitty. Godwin was looking like the better option. Yeah, I was gonna say I uh, talk about over, but you knew over, it was coming. But talk about overreaction, Jackson. A lot of people were like, "Is Godwin now the number one?" It's like, no. pretty sure you said that. I, I did, don't no think way. This I would game say is that. indicative of the season. I could still think Godwin is could push him 
he for is number one based on the season overall. I don't think he's going to push him for one yet. Winston has that too much love. That was a weird love. game, though, because Giants did this maddening thing where they just put Janoris Jenkins on him, and they refused to double the whole game. They're like, Jenkins, you're our only good defender on this roster, so we're going to leave you one-on-one with him. No help up top, no double, nothing. Like if It's your problem to deal with Mike Evans, and everybody else will double-team other people and put more pressure on other people, and it failed over and over, and they literally didn't stop it. The entire game. They did that the entire game. They did one-on-one coverage. And I don't think you're going to see many teams that stupid that are going to... You probably won't see that. I think that's why Godwin has been getting a lot of the the good stuff. Because I don't think teams are stupid enough to one-on-one Mike Evans. He's not a guy that you could just put one cornerback on and no help with. But He's too good. Mike Evans is... And he's still... You know, him and... Winston still have, you know, that like love for each other. So it is going to be the 10 to 15 targets a game for him. And I just think the, oh, Godwin is the number one and Mike Evans is sort of fading. I think that's a little too steep and a little too quick. People were to, to throw Mike Evans away. Even if this game was obviously not scoring three touchdowns every game and going for like a hundred and whatever fucking yards he did. But. Oh, yeah. He'll be- I mean, if you, if you were somebody who bought low on Mike Evans. All power to you. Congratulations. I don't think any – did you really have any doubt about Evans or were you just like more happy about what Godwin was doing? Because I don't think I really doubted that Evans was going to be good. No, there were a lot of people uh, doubting Evans. There was legit like polls on Twitter. People were like, is uh, Godwin passing, you know, Evans? Like, you know, who who would you rather have like now? Because like two fucking games. And it's like, come on, people. Like, take it easy. If anything, I just thought they both had a chance to be like – Good. A one A one B, like uh, when Julio just got to Atlanta and Roddy White was still a thing. Oh man, I forgot Roddy, about Roddy White. Wow, one of my favorite. One of my favorite. Like Roddy White players. was always the guy, and then Julio got there, and obviously Julio's much better than Godwin will ever be. But if you reverse it, if you put Godwin yeah. in the Roddy White and yeah. Evans in the Julio, no, I got you. All right, Brian, you're good. I'm good. That's oh. it. What's, what's your <laughs> You're good, Brian. <laughs> I'm good. Um, well, I had a few Giants. on. You know what? I'm going to do Dalvin Cook as the good, saying that it's going to be either him or McCaffrey that finishes as the top non-QB score. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm between him and McCaffrey. As long as everybody stays healthy, knock on wood, I, I just – there's just so much. He gets so much volume. It's unbelievable. Um and they like refuse to look at anybody else but him once again the the five yard line. Like if yeah. the Vikings get the ball in the five, you might as well just either chalk up a Dalvin Cook touchdown or a Vikings field goal. There's there's no <laughs> other thing that's gonna no, happen. No, no, no. You had the Adam Thielen like two yard run or one yard run. Don't yeah, that's the that. first time I saw him do anything <laughs> but Dalvin. I was pretty shocked. But of course they ran it. Like they could they didn't. They pass can't, it. Yeah, of course they they're didn't. They're just though. not they're they're not going to give the ball to Kirk Cousins when it's that close to the goal line. Nothing like just taking the ball out of your $30 million quarterback's hands anytime <laughs> you get close to the touchdown. Ugh, God. It's so great. Right, uh, I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. Mm. Uh, he is, I think, solidified himself in these three games as Jared Goff's favorite target. 
on that team. Oh shit! Like when I do that, um, he uh, he just looked phenomenal in the three games so far. Um, and and he, I mean, he looked great last year. It's just the, the injury just was really sucks for him those last eight games of the season. Uh, he was looking really solid, but I mean, Cooper Cup probably going to end up, you know, why? I mean, very good chance of any wide receiver one, the way he is playing and the way Jared Goff loves Overall him. or as top No, 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 like a top 12. Didn't, didn't a couple of people on a podcast scoff at me when I said Cooper Cup was the only wide receiver on that team who has a chance to be a wide receiver one? I mean... I think I scoffed because I believe that Bob Woods could also do that. <laughs> yeah, I Jared scoffed at you. Because I, I, um, I have a, you know, we have a love for Bob Woods and I told you, I told, I told you... <laughs> at least you caught that. I thought you were, um, I thought you were, you know, hate talking Bob Woods. No, I just think Cooper Cup is the, the best receiver of that group and the only one that got, it's like, he's like the Edelman. Like, he's the only one that golf really better seems to trust when he's getting pressured. Yeah. I just, he could just do everything. Like, he can go over the middle. He could do, you know, like, uh, wide receiver screens. He could just fucking fly down the seam. Like, he's pretty much, you know, does it all, which is great as a wide receiver like that. He also so, runs people over. Yeah, first you know, small. Of a Speaking frame, of running is. people over, did you see that fucking tight end on the Bills? Yeah. Holy moly! He like suplexed that with oh, that was shocky right there. Yeah, he like suplexed the uh, Fitz, Minka Fitzpatrick with one arm somehow. <laughs> that was cool. Ridiculous. No, I, on the Bills, what Minka Fitzpatrick? Yeah, he got traded to the Steelers. Oh no! Oh no! Not the steel. Oh, I was thinking. Oh, I was thinking the Niners guy. There's a Niners guy that did it too. Oh no! The Bills tight end, like uh, stiff arm somebody, like the good old stiff arm where it pushes into the ground, and then he also truck sticks uh, the next defender right after it. It was an mm. awesome catch and run. I love those. Just like they're not even stiff arms. They're just like they like punches with open palms. Like you know, like I, I like yeah. when they follow through to the ground. Yeah, it's like they try to put them through the ground. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, all right, all right. So, how are you? Uh, my bad is that the Pats couldn't even cover against the Jets. Really, the third string quarterback. Really, yeah. I had to bring the Jets into it. Had to. I'm just, I'm saying, I'm just happy that the Jets covered and hopefully ruined a lot of bets. You should not be allowed to ever give me shit for bringing up the Saints for as many times as you bring up the Jets. It's just like, well, I'm just saying, you bring up the Saints every week, so have to at least meet you halfway. What? Not even, not even, no, not even. Get out of here. We'll just have a bite, so I think it's working on somehow. Ridiculous. Yeah. That, was that your real, that was your real bad? Yeah, I'm just saying, if the pass were really good, you think they would be able to cover this. Uh, anyway. It was a backup quarterback throwing an interception, and... They just had the their third-string quarterback in. And the muff punt was by the backup punt returner because Edelman was hurt, so... Yeah, I mean, they still didn't score <laughs> a touchdown. Like, it was ridiculous. On offense. What? I mean, it's gonna ha- that's gonna happen eventually, but... Alright, uh, Brian, what's your bad for the week? Um, Devonta Freeman as a fantasy player, mm. even in the flex position. <laughs> he had a good yards per carry. Did he? Yeah. For the first time this uh, this week. Hold on. I got the stat right here. Do it. He went 16 for 88, 5.5 yards per carry. No. Okay. I still don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. He, uh, the, off, mean, the offensive look, line it, there is It was no his good. best game of the season, and he didn't reach 13 points. 
Um, and it was against, if not the worst, one of the, it's, they're not the Dolphins, but they might be the second or third worst run defense in the league. Very good pass defense. Um, but Indy's just been getting, like, run all over. And they didn't and, have, uh, their, uh, Leonard in as the, the linebacker was out too. Yeah. Yeah. Even so, even more reason to, uh, to do better against them. So I, I think this is like one of those things where that is about his ceiling. Yeah, I mean, you get the occasional touchdown here and there, but it sucks because, like, I really like Devonta Freeman, and I just think that offense, the team in general is just not – It's the offensive line's garbage. They're going to be throwing a lot. Which it's, is crazy because wasn't the whole talk preseason was that – the Falcons' offensive line had five first-rounders on it, and how it was going to be really good. I think they lost, like, one or two to injury. But still. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah, – that's no excuse. They're one of many weird teams this year. Or just, like, offenses you thought you were thought were going to have, like, a lot of stellar people on it. Like the Steelers kind of thing. I mean, that's not really the fault of their own, the Steelers. But, like, just – just some weird teams this year. A lot of weird teams. A lot of weird teams. Um, the Browns. Well, I have my bad. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go with them, but I think I'm going to go with... This is what bothers me. is It's the Chargers. It's mm. it's just... this is Like, last year was like the aberration where they started nice. Right? Like, this is the Chargers. Like, they... You get out to Leeds. They've led in every game. They led by 10 points in this game. It was up 17 to 7. And then, what? They give up, they have 17 to 7, they give up 20 points, and they only score 3. Like, it's just, they should have beat the Texans. They should have, they should have beat the Lions last week. They should be 3 and 0. It's just that, for some reason. They are, they're charging very early this year. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Well, you think they got psyched out mentally when their kicker got injured? And they're like, oh, fuck, the one thing we can't overcome. Like, the last five years, it's always GD kicker. Last year, we finally have – we found a good kicker. He's healthy all season, and we have a bomb-ass year. We, we're first place. Yeah. Like, great year, but, like, unbelievable because <laughs> our kicker's good and trustworthy. And now the dude gets injured. They couldn't um, find the someone, season, and you're using your punter as a kicker. Like they can't find somebody to sign. They're using their punter as their kicker, and that lost them a game already. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How does this keep happening to NFL teams? How do you not find like there's so this is a a, a handful of teams. Tampa Bay lost to the Giants. I mean, lost to the Giants because Daniel Jones oh was so God, good that it, his yeah. aura pulled that ball. <laughs> Away from, of course, uh, of course. <laughs> the goal. I, I heard Daniel Jones was huffing and puffing, and uh, blew the ball outside the goalpost. <laughs> but it's it's not even like that's not even, they're, and they're not even the ones in the worst positions. I mean, the Jets, absolute boneheaded move, didn't want to pay like an extra million for one of the best kickers in the NFL. Oh, for the guy who like yeah, who like led the like league in fantasy points last year too, Jason Myers. Well, the, I mean, the Jets, Jets had a streak of three different years. With three different kickers and being money every time, and but at so, some point, so they, I mean, it bit them in like the ass. They're this just year. they know kickers, like they could just yeah. like that's the stupid. That's like the one position where you don't like 
I mean, say, it, it, oh, the, it's my infrastructure. Yeah. That's why we're so good. It's like, no, it's the kicker. There's nothing you could do as if a the coach Patriots have taught us better. anything. Is that punters and kickers are extremely it, important? It is crazy to think that there only are really a handful of teams that have a kicker that you're like, oh yeah, I trust him. Like you would think, like quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, I get. Quarterbacks is the toughest position. You have to process so much information in like a second. Yeah, yeah. Kickers just kick a freaking ball straight. Uh, it's not necessarily kick a ball straight. I mean, there are wind factor and, you know. Alright, but you kick the ball straight and then the wind takes it curves. You don't curve the ball. You have to, really. And there's a lot of pressure when, yeah. like, what the, I, I mean, I think every, I think there's hundreds of people that you could pick off the street that could kick a 50 yard field goal if you just, like, put set, a, hike. Yeah. You put a hold, ball. go yeah. with no defense on the field. I think the, def- like, the people, the 11 guys, coming at you is what yeah is what gets most of them but even like even the guy even the sturdy guys of yesteryear goskowski and vinatari are starting to like falter so well vinatari is like 107 so you really can't fault him <laughs> yeah, for that well, of course <laughs> yeah of course that's gonna happen but i mean i mean the shitty things for the chargers if they is they have one of the yeah, Bad, Badley was so good last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Bagley good. was so good, and they have one of those guys. He's just injured. I mean, the Texans have one. Obviously, the best one is on is Tucker, Tucker on Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, but Fan Baron's up there. I mean, there's a few. If the Saints has Will Lutz, you have. Uh, I mean, Harrison, he kicks Harrison Buck the leg on. Yeah, Greg the leg. Harrison Bucker on Kansas City. It's like this. Maybe oh, and Robbie Gold, of course, on uh, the Forty ers like there's maybe like what, ten guys. All the teams with a good kicker are like uh, not doing too shabby. Yeah. So are we are we going where kickers like draft them in the thirteenth round going forward? Yep, the good that's ones. It. So you got a good draft kicker. Uh, I've had Matt Bryant and it hasn't really worked out to me. No. All right. Uh, you said you're better. Can I just yeah, go, go back to the charges real real quick? Yeah, Besides their kicking problem, they've they're that like I, I love to call the teams that. Um, twenty to twenty teams, that's them this year. Like they're moving the ball like crazy, and they just like fuck it up once they start getting closer. Fumbles, interceptions, just miss field goals, like holdings, <laughs> miss yeah. field goals, like just they're, they're they, they seem because you when you watch a Chargers game, you're like, oh, this is a good offense. They're going to score twenty eight, no problem. And then they end the game with seventeen. You're like, how that happened? They move the ball up and down the field, like. Jack Justin Jackson has 15 points. Eckler has 25 points. Uh, Keenan Allen has 30 points. Mike well, Williams say, has they, well. I'll say they're just charger. They're chargering it up. I mean, if you go to the freaking the what the hell the, the let me get the game cast for this thing. Hold on. So I want to see how they the Chargers literally had 17 points in the first half. Like they were looking good. 17 points. Three points in the uh, in the in the next two, which was is a a field goal in the fourth quarter. Come on. Yeah, it just happens. All right. Um, my ugly was the Steelers 49ers game. Somehow the 49ers <laughs> turned the ball over five times and still won. The The Steelers are completely lost. 49ers might be the luckiest 3-0 team I've seen. They, like, they... Not, They're not the luckiest, the shakiest but, 3-0 yeah, team. I think they take that from the Bills. Mm-hmm. I think I like the Bills as a team more because at least the Bills have one side of the. They have yeah, they have the defense figured out. Yeah, their defense is amazing. And I mean, Josh, what, like Josh Allen's a 
fantasy quarterback, all right, but um, like I said, I'm Medium not player. sure if I wouldn't want him uh, leading my team. Good swagger quarterback. He weirdly has like that Eli to him where he sucks the whole game and then like does a fourth quarter comeback. And it's like, that's fine because it's all you remember. Yeah. It's like, oh, Josh Allen. That was a pretty good game. And it's like, well, no, it wasn't a good game. He sucked for the (laughs) It was real terrible, actually. It was amazing in the fourth quarter. Like he has that, he's got that little fourth quarter swag to him. Um, so. There you go. At least he's good in the fourth. And they got Frank Gore, so, yeah. you know. God, ageless wonder. he's ageless. Ageless Frank Gore, baby. All right, uh, Brian, you're, ug- you're ugly? Ugh. Um, Uggers. Well, I mean, I talked about this two weeks ago, and it's just um, self-fulfilling prophecy. It's happening. Diggs, man. Mm. I don't think think Diggs is going to finish outside the, the top 30 for wide receivers. Maybe even lower than that, 40, 50, something like that. Um, and they don't throw the ball. <laughs> they don't throw the ball well. That offense can't support two wide receivers, and Thielen is obviously the better slash more trusted target. Um, a- anyone who had digs near Thielen in the beginning of the year was crazy. Because people will, people will remembered people remember the end of the season last year mm-hmm. when Thielen did nothing. And they were like, oh, well, Diggs, you know, moving up. Like, he did really well near the end of the season. Well, but, no, wasn't, wasn't the case. It's just maddening because if you put Diggs on a different team, I mean, he's a good wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, of it's course. Not his, it's not him. It's really not. It's not him. It's the offense. Uh, yeah, it's the way that offense runs. And it just does. It just seems like even when, like even when they got down by three scores against the Packers, he wasn't that involved. So it's not – he had the one touchdown called back, I know, but um so it's not really game script. It's just It's cousins. These Vikings don't want their thirty million dollar quarterback to uh, throw God. the ball. Fucking cousins. Uh all right. Um owners, you're probably I mean it's like a worse version of Corey Davis because you had you probably got him two two to three rounds earlier. But I also, mean, I don't know, I think it was kind of, I think it's Corey Davis might be worse because he was the top legit option and just that offense sucked. We all, we but all knew. You can kind of see where Stefan Diggs could produce if they threw it 10 more times a game. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I mean, I wouldn't have drafted Corey Davis at all. Even, <laughs> I, he would, it would have had to have been past round 10 for me to. Yeah. Start laying eyes on Corey Davis. I, re- I would rather stash somebody like Nelson Aguilar and hope for an injury. I say, yeah, we're all on the don't draft Corey Davis. And I jumped the gun on AJ Brown. God damn! Can they just bench Mariota? Like, what are <laughs> we doing? He's not a court. He's not an NFL quarterback. Look, it's only they need to keep losing. That's what ha- has to happen. So as long as they keep losing, at some point Mariota will go. Away. And he'll probably get hurt at some point. I, I don't want him to get hurt, but that's just his MO. Seems like he kind of wanted. Um, they draft a quarterback if they get. I see. The thing is, I think their coach and defense and overall scheme is too good for them to wind up in the top ten. Um, you're probably right, and there are some really bad teams out there, like that will definitely finish worse than them. So they probably will be outside the top ten. They're going to be a seven and nine team. Maybe they'll um. 
They look, maybe they'll end up with Cam Newton when Kyle Allen ultimately becomes the quarterback of the uh, Panthers. Next year. <laughs> there um, we go. Or Nick Foles when yeah, Gardner Minshew becomes the quarterback <laughs> of Jacksonville. Oh, man. Uh, my, my ugly is going to be the Broncos. Um, mm. If there wasn't the Dolphins out there, like the Broncos would be really close to being like the worst 0 3 team. Speaking of the team that's going to draft a quarterback, most likely. Like, I can't. I can't, um, I can't say the ugly of the Dolphins, cause we, that's just like beating a dead horse. So it had to be the Broncos. Beating a dead dolphin. Um, <laughs> I did the pitching, that's just terrible. Catching a, <laughs> catching a dolphin in a tuna net. Um, but yeah. The, right, the, I got the, descriptive with it. The, Bron- <laughs> the Broncos look really bad. Um, I don't know what, uh, Elway or anyone on that team thought that Flacco was going to do for them. Uh, but they just look terrible on offense. Um, they can't support one one wide receiver, really. I think. Oh, I mean, Sanders is still. A, he's a good receiver, but I mean, I just. I mean, he was. I avoid. I avoid. Was the top, what was he in the top three? The first two games, so I'm not like fading I, out Sanders I'm, yet. I am not trust. I am not trusting of this over over time. Um, with Flacco's quarterback, I, I, he just. Who was the last like receiver that he actually was able to like work with and make him a good Flacco? Yeah, uh, Steve Smith. Yeah, and that's that's Steve Smith, man, and that's a different story. And even I mean, then, Emmanuel Sanders is a good receiver. Look, I mean, I, I I'm don't... not gonna over the guy got the guy had two great weeks and then didn't have a great week this week, but I still think Emmanuel Sanders is a wide receiver three to two slash three. I think he's a three, and it's going to fade as the season goes on, because Flacco will also fade as the season goes on. I don't agree with you. I mean, Flacco, yeah, Flacco will fade, but I think he could. I think there's going to be some. Look, he's the number. He's an above average, number one receiver in a bad offense. He's gonna. He's gonna be startable in a lot of games, but yeah, I mean, I I love this quote after the game that the Broncos are in a world of suck. Oh yeah, I find, find the line. Yeah. But uh, they are. Yeah, Flacco is like watching. Um, it's ugly. Watching the other, like, finally, finally, like after seven years, watching Eli finally hopping over the fence to the greener side that's actually greener, and um, looking back over the fence at Flacco because Eli and Flacco were the same quarterback. Just playing, haha. Denver, I know you didn't have to suffer with him for too long, but you, you got you got the uh, Eli clone over there. It's just like, you're what, gonna have what to were you deal with it. Thinking, like, well, John Elway just wants to sign back quarterback so that his legacy as the Broncos Super Bowl winner is not touched. <laughs> uh, maybe it's real. Thing, maybe. That, you know that that sounds like it could be plausible because I mean, it def- I mean, he has a terrible fucking eye for QB talent. It's definitely plausible. <laughs> But. Do you would you say the safest bet would be the quarterback that Denver drafts in this draft is going to be the worst quarterback that's drafted just like every every year when they draft a quarterback? I I don't think they're going to draft one. They're going to pick up Nick Foles. <laughs> I mean, as long as he's over six four, yeah, whatever the tallest quarterback is, yeah, over six four has a penchant of getting injured and um, likes to spray the football over the field. <laughs> Alright, um, let's just quickly cover some injuries. Saquon, like we said, out four to six Vegas. weeks. Four to eight weeks. 
Um, Gallman, I don't think he's really a uh, a good pickup just because it's it was Saquon, not the system. So, and I I, I envision I envision them signing another running back, a JJ. Somebody, I I think they're gonna sign somebody. Um, I don't think they're gonna go because they only have two running backs on the roster right now. Yeah. I don't think they're going into this week. Well, CJ Anderson. Yeah. I forgot about a JJ. Yeah, CJ Anderson loose by the line, so mm-hmm. he's definitely or, possible. Yeah, somebody they, they'll sign somebody. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you re- like. Look, if you if you lost Barkley, you're probably gonna pick up Gallman just because you're like hurt right now. Yeah. And you want to um, have that instant gratification, but I don't think he's your guy. You ain't going to get it. <laughs> um, I mean, Edelman, chest injury, but he'll be all right. Cam, like, I feel like we haven't talked about Cam or, or know, the Antonio really Brown is. situation at all. Uh, yeah, we really haven't. Uh, Cam is already out this week. Yeah. So, and Which is a good thing for the Panthers receivers. Yes. Like, I'm happy as a Curtis Samuel owner. Um, and probably too as a David Moore, maybe not as much, but definitely as a Curtis Samuel owner. Yeah, I mean, and apparently from the sports talk radio down in Charlotte, Panther fans are happy about it too. They're getting tired of Cam. Well, I mean, look at the first two games of the season. Just I mean, Cam hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in like five games. That he's on like an eight-game losing streak. And you look at Allen. Yeah, I know they really finished. They really fucking shit the bed last year. They had such an opportunity in playoffs, and they just fucking failed at every opportunity. Um, yeah, it just you know it, it, it sparked some life into that offense with this you know this kid from uh, Washington State or something like that. No, Minshew is from Washington State. And they're both from Washington, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I think they both are. I could be wrong, but I think they both are from Washington State. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, his high is never going to be as high as Cam's. Uh, but, I mean, Cam is just all sorts of banged up, and nobody really knows what's wrong with him. Yeah. Do you also think, like, fans in the Carolinas would like him more if he didn't have such ridiculous style? Like, deep yeah. down, like, subconsciously, do you think some people just, like, dislike him? There because his style is. So I know because like they, people, I mean, people, I mean, people could help, but I feel like there's also might be in some other reasons. But like he was dressing up like a Russian grandma the first couple of games of the season. I'll be like after uh, after getting just bashed and playing really bad. I was like just have a have a winning outfit and a losing outfit. His workout. Uh, before the game, uh, the Thursday night game was what? ridiculous. He, was like, uh, he look, I don't know if people were messing with him. He looked, he looked, and it was like Allison Brown's helmet, and she's like, "What the fuck is Cam Newton wearing to like work out like alongside the like?" It's just he's just so strange, and I think you're right, right? Like people probably use that in the back of their yeah. minds to be like, or subconsciously be like, "Yeah, I don't like this guy." He also, him. he just get some get one friend that's that's can just say Cam this out. This outfit, not working. Not working. It's just something you don't want to see in a loss. It's fun yeah. in a win, but in a, like, to do some really crazy, weird performance art style after your team lost, it's like, I don't want to see you looking all, like, droll and talking all sad while wearing a flamboyant scarf and some and a top hat and like a monocle like, <laughs> just, what? This is, like it's just, just it's just weird just put on a team branded sweatshirt put the hoodie up and pull it a little tight and look look depressed there you go there you go and um by the way kyle it was texas a.m that makes sense 
Oh, that's very Texas. I wanted to, uh, yeah. I wanted to fact check myself. Alright, uh, Antonio Brown, is he, it, just like 10 seconds on, is he droppable or no? Well, he's going back yes. to school. Droppable. Yeah, he's going back. To <laughs> so, his career's over. Okay. I don't think he ever plays again. So. He's just wilding on Twitter. XFL, we thinking maybe? XFL. Maybe, yeah, something like that. XFL draft, definitely first round pick for XFL draft. Uh, Look, it's cra- I mean, that's just, the the text messages were a bridge too far, right? Because like I mean everything's a bridge too far with him, but it just proves I mean, it proves that you have you have all these accusations against you. Um he's crazy, he's an asshole, so they're I mean they're probably true. Uh but you still have the uh burden of proof type thing mm-hmm. and all you have to do is just like mind your P's and Q's be quiet. Be on your best behavior. But he can't like, do it. You're going through a shit storm. All you had to do was be on your best behavior, and you couldn't do that for 12 hours before sending intimidating texts to yeah. one of the people Don't that came bl- out against you. Like that just shows that. First of all, he's he's got obviously has some mental issues. Um, he's also a very bad person, and. I just don't think he's ever going to get another chance in the NFL, and it's because of those texts. It's it's just it's a crazy like is it is it like one of like the fastest fall from graces from like someone so high up in in sports? Yes, yeah. I mean he was one of the best receivers just last year, and then week seventeen he ditched his team, and then the okay. whole the whole saga, and then yeah, just don't don't post. Text messages of you black trying to blackmail or intimidate your accuser. Fucking just <laughs> That's like the worst thing. But alright, alright. Let's go on to week four. Let's do some pickups. We already talked excessively about Daniel Jones and Wayne <laughs> yes. Ga- and Wayne Gallman. Um Well, we didn't talk excessively about Gallman. Alright, well, well I mean as well we shouldn't. Okay. But uh, I mean the two quarterbacks are Daniel Jones and Kyle Allen. Um Jacoby Brissett's still available in a in a bunch of leagues. He had another he had another twenty point game. Um, It's just I don't think he's spectacular. As I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's not spectacular, but it's just the team around him is great. Tyrod Taylor, yes, not because of the rushing, but he has a very defined floor because he does have a good team. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, and it's not the. He doesn't rush it, run as much, I feel like, but he's just got, the only thing is the, the T.Y. Hilton injury. If, if, that, if that, if that, if that drags on that, that might suck. But, I still, I still think But he's gonna finish as what? Like QB 9 or 10? Like you, we all know this, right? Like the end of the year is gonna come. There's gonna be a bunch of QBs, like Matt Ryan's gonna have some 40 point games. Yeah. Um, same thing with like Wentz or something. Uh, but for some reason, Brissett, it's gonna be the end of the year and he's gonna be above all those guys. Yeah, he, um, he won't because, win you, he won't win you games, but he's not gonna lose you games either. Yeah, slot him in for 20 points and be done with it. Yeah, you, that was a good call about last week, John. You were, that was your, like, your number one pickup last week. Thank you. So. Um. I mean, there's a lot, and there's a lot of sliding QBs right now. Like, yeah. Rodgers can't get to 20 points. I know he's faced three very good defenses though. But okay. he can't seem to get to 20 points. Uh, Matt Ryan had a good game, but he's having these games where he looks like dog shit for three quarters and then plays catch up. And he's just getting garbage. Uh, that, points. That's also this is, Wentz too. this is the Matt Ryan of two years ago. Last last year, Matt Ryan was a beast. 
Which yes. is great. Him and Pat Mahomes won me my two quarterback league. But then, for whatever yeah. reason this year, the coaching staff, the the offensive line, the inconsistency of Matt Ryan has returned. Yeah. It's an inconsistency of the Falcons has returned. And I won. That too. Well, yeah, it's bad. I mean, I, I, that's bad. Mayfield looks like, I mean, poor, Bra- poor Browns fans. Not because, I don't think Mayfield's bad. But they look like they have the worst court, the worst um, coach in the league again. Yeah, the like that guy looks like Freddie Kitchens looks like he can't like he just can't do this. Like this is way too much for him. And the thing is though, he won't even uh, give up play calling to to Monken, who is widely regarded, like you know, thought well of around the league, and was up for head coaching positions around. The league. I don't get how one team didn't hire him as a you know the hot. Offensive uh, coordinator, but well, it's like Greg Williams. I had three offers. Didn't even have to interview. Turned them all down because I wanted to be the defensive coordinator yeah. for the Jets. Gotta love that. <laughs> but um, I can't believe New well, York sports radio likes Greg Williams. All I hear on New York sports radio is how like of much of a defensive savant he is, and I just don't understand it. I mean, he's had a couple good seasons. That's about it. The, and also the, um, Baker Mayfield, he, he's not good with his pocket presence. He's just roaming left and right and just running into sacks and which is just, I mean, and the last 25 plays, they only targeted Beckham once. How do you do that? It's just, it's just a big mess in Cleveland. I've never understood why they traded Zeitler for an off, often injured, um, Olivier Vernon. I was like, that was the best. Tri- that was the one good move besides obviously drafting Daniel Jones. Thank you. Um, wow. Obviously, that was a great move because he looks like because <laughs> he had the best um, the best performance for a rookie quarterback in the history of the NFL. Uh, uh, look it up; it checks out. And uh, besides that, the Zeitler trade. Yeah, I mean, sure. Get, I mean, we won't. We'll have a terrible defense. We'll have a bad pass rush. But like, Olivia Vernon never plays. He's injured all the time. Get him out of here for a good offensive lineman. I'll take that. Yeah, uh, I say you were you were on that, Brian, with the uh, the Brown the Browns offensive line being di- very diminished from last year. Yeah, I mean, just what's that trait? Why? Who does that yeah. trait? That's so weird. To be and to be honest, it's a middle linebacker. Very, it's not in an important position anymore in the NFL. Well, he's an edge rusher. Okay, never mind that. Well, he was just a – all right, so um, Betcher, Giants defensive coordinator, does the 3-4. So oh, okay. your edge rushers turn into outside linebackers uh, when you play that yeah. offense – I mean that defense. So he's, nor- he's normally a 4-3 pass rusher, but – Turned into an outside linebacker on the Giants. That's a, I hate the three four. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, let's see other pickups. I mean, Darrell Williams. If you can get him from Casey, just in case if the uh, Damian Williams and Lashawn McCoy continue to be banged up. The other Williams. Yeah, the other Williams. Uh, Aglor, even though he dropped touchdown passes and guys catching uh, babies <laughs> from Philly. Uh, house fires have better hands than him. He's still worth a 
a look. That was phenomenal. You're in a high-pressure situation catching babies from Philly house fires, <laughs> and you're still so singularly focused on the Eagles lost. On the Eagles lost. That is, is that's the most one of the most Philly clips I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's tough because there's so many Philly. There's just so many Philly clips. Their fans never disappoint on their craziness. Philly. Um, Philly is just, just so not as good as Bills fans. Yeah, Philly is just so Philly, where they're just unapologetically Philly, and it's just great. It's great every time. Yeah, like they're they not acting as much fun. Like they're they're better. They're better with misery. Yeah, and the Bills are better with like fun. See, some... like, I want to see the Bills have fun. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna be a hot take, but. I feel the Bills fans sometimes act up the whole, all the shit, but then they also do crazy stuff, which no one else would do, like slamming someone off a, rock bottoming someone off an RV into a flaming table. No one else would do that, but sometimes some of the other stuff they play out. Like Phil- those on the field? Yeah. Philly is just, honestly, like that's just honest Philly right there. That's, that's them being there. There's no act. Yeah. Philly can't hold in its rage. That's what that is. <laughs> Philly is just a yeah. person who has rage issues, and they just can't, and they try so hard, and they can't hold it in. And the first sign of a loss or anything, they just, they can't hold in their rage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and then this is kind of depending on the on the Edelman injury, but Philip Dorsett, he's been the – Besides Edelman and Gordon, he's been the receiver that's been in that system the most. Uh, so if either of those two go down with an injury or uh, go down with like their six related uh, pot strike, he's. He, so do you still like him in your in, on your team even with those two healthy? Dorsett. Yeah. I mean, it depends. It depends on how deep your bench is and what your. It's still early in the season, so you're not. Scraping the bottom of the barrel for guys. I think if you have a bigger bench, he is worth a stash, but he's still so lowly owned. I'm not sure how long that will continue after this week, but he's, he's in the single digits right now. Really? Interesting. Uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, at least on ESPN, he's like six, six percent owned. So you can I get, think he's ownable. I think you you I think he's good on a roster. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like it, it it depends on what your roster is looking yeah, like. Yeah, if you have like if you have Saquon and you have to like save a spot for an injury guy or a couple injury guys, whatever, like you can you're going to have to pass on him. May end up biting you in the ass yeah, later. There are a lot of injuries out there, so people are using roster spots for that. You're you'll you know, depends on how big your league is. Uh, how many again? How many roster spots are there? So, you know, I can understand why he's not owned, especially when you have Gordon and Edelman, and you know, you could. It's so hard to trust anything in the Patriots. I mean, fuck, man, it's like. They, but I, I want, I want, the, I want their receivers, their running backs. Oh, are. I mean, I know James White missed the game because his wife was expecting to have a child. Yeah, but oh yeah, but they're running backs. Just gonna say, kind of um, want to stay away from James White. What are the chances that Bill Belichick decides this guy had the unmitigated gall, as Stephen A. Smith would say, to miss a game, 
to see the birth of his kid and just like phases him out Phase, next week. Oh my god! Just like makes him block on punts or something. <laughs> like, like he's just pissed because James White didn't put football over the birth of a kid. Well, yeah, and then we, we already made it clear that like you know all the pad, all the downs are gonna go to Burkhead anyway, so he probably would do that, and it probably will be Burkhead getting all the uh, the receptions and uh, and everything. So it, it's just it's so frustrating to be. Uh, an owner of uh, any any running back in in New England for the past few years, like you just it's every week it changes. He just never had a game plan that's similar. I mean, like, obviously it worked great for their system, but not for fantasy football. But um, I also have a pickup that's besides Philip Dorsett that I think might be not be interesting as John breaks <laughs> beer bottles. What's going on over there? John's kicking beer bottles on my uh, my floor. Um, Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, he is the like the fifth string 49ers running the, back, but the but the absolute goal line back. So if there is a play within those five yards, Jeff Wilson's getting it, and you could, you know, he is the touchdown guy. So like, if you want a guy who you know is going to get like five, six carries a game, but they're all going to be goal line carries, Jeff Wilson's worth the shot. So, and, you know, in the state of running backs, might be worth a pickup. Even with Tevin Coleman possibly coming back after the bye? Yep. Okay. I don't think he's going back. I hate that so much. I hate that Matt Braid is, like, getting six yards to carry. And it's just like, Hup, let's take him out. Well, no them. reason to have you in anymore. Well, yeah. You got Breda, Morstart, more how, how do you pronounce his name? Mustard. Most of, most mustard, did you say? Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Breda averaging five... Five yards of carry last game. Mostert, uh, 6.6. And then you had Jeff Wilson, who had eight carries for 18 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, Brainer's riding my bench for the first three weeks in, in the deep league. I, I have him, Eckler, Ingram, and Connor. And Brainer's been on my bench just because he'll get 60, 70 yards, and it's, it's standard, no PPR. Yeah, so it's just... So it's... He gets six, six, seven points, and that's it. That's better than Connor's getting. Well, I mean, that, that's an, I know, I know, I know. Uh, the only other guy we want to talk about on pickups is I'm not going to talk about him here because he is one of my, uh, my boys. Okay. I'll bring it up then. All right. I got a deep cut pickup. Do it. Um, just cause, you know, maybe you're suffering from a tight end loss like Henry or Njoku or tight end disappointment like, uh, Cook. Um, but we talked about the stiff arm, the uh, crazy truck stick, Dawson Knox on <laughs> Such a the Bills. That's a pretty good name. Getting targets, get, running a lot of routes, just hasn't really turned them into anything yet. And he routes. finally broke out a little um, this game, four for 67 and a touchdown. So I, I think just maybe if you're desperate, he could be a good tight end. And if you're not desperate, definitely somebody to just look out for. But I think he's, uh, he could be a little bit of a tight end riser. I mean, he's, they're looking at him. I'm, I'm four targets a game. That's not crazy, but. I and, mean, this is what you're reduced to if you don't have a top five, a guy. top five tight end. Yeah. Like there is. You're like, oh, four, ti- four targets. That's, like, that's kind of good though for a tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, two catches. Yeah, no, you just like kind of. Twist and turn yourself into somebody. You're like, all right, I'll put him there. Because now, like, 
for some reason they just like faded out Hawkinson for the last two games. Uh, two catches in yeah. two games. What's what in, the fuck? Detroit. Yeah, I mean, there's like if you just go through all the team, like the Giants have a tight end. Howard hasn't been anything. I mean, he has the best game against the Giants, but that we all know how bad they are with the tight end. Then Chicago doesn't have one. Washington doesn't have one. Tennessee has one. Jacksonville doesn't have one. Cincy doesn't have one. Miami doesn't have one. Dallas has a guy that gets a five-yard touchdown. That's Scary. Every game. Terry just catches a touchdown every game. Sorry to. Yeah. That's Green crazy. Bay doesn't have one. Denver doesn't have one. <laughs> uh, it's just like every, no team. Ha- Atlanta has Hooper. He's which Hooper's gonna fuck around and finish sixth for tight ends again. Like of course he, does he every is. Single year. The most boring top six player. <laughs> Every single year, this guy does it. Every year, he finishes like sixth or seventh at tight end because it's just like lack of options. It's, and I can never get the year of the tight ends. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is not the year. This is the year of the disappointing tight end. Very disappointing. But the highs are high. I mean, Mark Andrews, Evan Ingram, Travis Kelsey. Then a couple old guys are coming back. I mean, and then Darren Waller has looked really good. Actually, yeah, Waller is yeah, Wall- nice Waller's nice one of those play. few tight ends that's been hyped up and actually followed through for uh, all the weeks. I'll, so I'll tell you, I, I definitely went uh, in a couple of years too early on the Oakland tight end. <laughs> oh, by Waller, you think? Can we just say um, Derek Carr tight end maker? Yeah. Like if if he's if Derek Carr's not good at anything else, which he isn't, he's not good at anything else. Um, we could say Derek Carr tight end maker. We didn't do anything for Clive Wolford. <laughs> Clive Wolford was he even the starter there? Wasn't Jared Cook the starter? No, that was before Jared Cook. That, Clive Wolford was like four years ago. <laughs> it's like three years. Yeah, I mean, you said Clive Wolford so many times. I tried to block uh, him out of my memory. Um, yeah, but yeah, no matter how hard Hard Knocks tries to make Derek Carr. Likeable and QB one is not going to happen. He's not good. He's not a good quarterback. He had a good like fu Antonio Brown game week one, and he's just not that guy. Nope, that was a mirage. Mirage. Um, also, that was the last Monday night game in Oakland. You know, Oakland is good at the random fuck you games. The the last what they thought was the last game at Oakland last year. But, all right. Uh, any other pickups or we good? Just my, uh, my, my just my That's boy. Just all right, my boy. All right, I'm. In, all right, so before we do the the games, I got one couple more segments that I want to do. Are we going to be riding the start cart or sitting in the sit pit with these guys? <laughs> oh my god! Um, uh, so is the start cart or sit pit? Yeah, pretty much. I like Obviously. it. Obviously, I like it. Uh, Adam Peelan at Chicago. Are we trusting Kirk Cousins to be able to dice up that? I'm saying Chicago sit, second. I'm saying sit pit. Uh, I'm saying sit pit. I do not think they're gonna. They're gonna with first Chicago. They're gonna throw the ball 15 times, <laughs> and three of those are gonna be interceptions. Yeah, that's gonna be a heavily run game for them. But um, I, I mean, I gotta say, start card. What, like I don't know. <laughs> Look, he's got he's quietly becoming like one of the top touchdown guys. For wide receivers in the league. Like the dude, he started his career being a complete yardage guy, like high volume guy, like he's gonna get 10 catches for 100 yards, but never mm-hmm. get a touchdown. And now he's kind of morphed into this touchdown game. I mean, you look up and every week he has a touchdown. So I think even if he has a bad game, he could have 30 yards and a touchdown. Uh, 
With this offense, he's going to have to be a touchdown guy. Yeah, with, especially this week, it would have to be because, you know. Yeah. But can you sit up? Like, how? I was having any other better options. Like, it, it's a tough sit. I'd have to, obviously, I'd have to see who's in my, who's, you know, on my, uh, on my, on my roster, you know? Like. Yeah, who's on my roster? There's a guy who just scored a touchdown right now that I might be considering playing over him. I'm just saying. Scary Terry? Yeah, Scary Terry. I mean, if it's against the Giants, yeah, I, I probably, probably doing that. You know? So. I mean, I had Shepard on my bench. So there this you go. Week, and I probably, I'd probably play Shepard over him. There you go. Him. So, yeah. So it's all sit pit for uh for yep. dealing in my my book. Again, it depends who you have. Though. I know. Um, all right, uh, start cart or sit pit for Sony Michelle at Buffalo. Oh, mm. it's sit pit. I'm gonna sit pit that. Even even if it was Boy. not as good a defense of as Buffalo, are you still sit pitting? <sighs> I'm forced I mean, to Sony play. Sony Michelle him. averages what about one yard, one point two yards a carry. His high um, game's been twelve, and then gets two touchdowns a game. Yeah. I feel like it's not even his fault. I feel like they like every time he's getting the ball. I feel like he's just there's no way he's getting the the goal line carries, and he's not getting enough volume. I feel like he's getting well. He's getting, he gets goal line carries. Does like, get goal line carries? Well, right. he does. He like that's the way he scores touchdowns is on the, like near the goal line. He, he's got, he's he has points this season. They're from touchdowns. Not the first game. They're from touchdown. Only the points he has are from touchdowns, yeah. not yards. No, he had ten carries for eleven only, yards. I think he suggests. But I feel he like only score touchdowns. I feel like they're just like when they're handing the ball off to him. It's like the defense knows it's going to him, and they know the play. Mm. Like it just, it's always, it's just. That's the problem. He has no catching ability. It's so bad. So I sit pit him. Okay. Should the Patriots trade him or? A second round pick for Melvin Gordon. No, please no. And caught up, like, but don't you think they'd be a, like they're a good offense already? But don't you think they'd be a more unpredictable offense? Because this guy can't even like catch a screen. And I think, I just think that would make him. I'm not a big Melvin Gordon guy, but I think it would make him an even better offense. I mean, Melvin Gordon and the Patriots would be a Pro Bowl every year, All Pro. You'd also have to get that now. Then James White loses all of his shit too. That would suck for him. Well, yeah, he would be the Austin Eckler. <laughs> yeah, God. he. I mean, then you have Burkhead, <laughs> and he's the Justin Jackson. And he got Devlin. <laughs> well, I think they'd probably go on like a cut spree if they got Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah. probably. They were, I mean, they would have to somehow cheating the salary cap. Um, all right, uh, start cart or sit pit for Joe Mixon at Pittsburgh. He's been the Sid Pitt. This is he's such a disappointing pick because that offensive line is so terrible. Yeah, I mean, this is like what we all said, where he's just not worth it to be a top of the line pick for for you, and he would be not a disappointment, but he would probably be a disappointment. He was getting drafted way too high. Most people are drafting him as their RB one. Yes. Yeah. If you didn't have, if you didn't have like to the top five picks, where you're getting Elliott, Barkley, or Kamara, blah blah blah, like you, there were people who would be like, "Yep, yeah, yep, Mixon one, number one, like number one RB for me in the back end of the uh, beginning of the second round." Or you know, I'm like, oh god. So there's a lot of RB one twos that are fading and fading fast. Um, that might be, look, uh, there's a lot of like very 
solid uh, wide receivers this year that are like all right in the t- wide receiver two category, but running back has been brutal. Brutal, yeah. yeah. Absolutely yeah. brutal. There's like I, if you have two good ones, uh, you're looking real good because yeah. like Freeman looks terrible, Mixon looks bad because of that offensive line. Chris Carson might be about to lose his job if that dude keeps fumbling. Yeah. I mean, he looks like obvious. He looks like the best running back when he runs it. But he's got but a loss he can't of that keep ball. Every single game. Yeah. People drafted Gurley. Nothing's happening with him. I mean, Connor. Connor. Uh, yeah. yeah, Connor's been awful because of that team. Well, not. I mean, not even. How much blame do you place on him too? Because he. Yeah, definitely some of the he blame has to be on he's him. He's averaging like three yards a carry. What about Le'Veon Bell, another guy who's disappointing? Like, I mean, I'd be happy with Bell. I mean, like other than guys? more than more than them, but I mean, he's not. You know, you can't so. you can't base Bell's production off of one of the best defenses with a Thurston quarterback, where they knew they were just he was getting the ball and they were just loading up for him. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be really happy with Bell, but honestly, there's only three now with Barkley down. The only three running backs I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm really comfortable with four running backs, and that's Elliot McCaffrey, um, Kamara, and Cook. Everyone else is matchup dependent. Yeah, no, everybody, everybody. Can Which you is- name another running back where you're like, yeah, I'm comfortable with that guy getting twenty. I think Bell might be number five. Mm. Um, Eckler, I would put up there, but you never know yeah. when that other shoe might. Yeah, Drop. don't miss it. Um, all right, uh, last start card or sit pit is. Mm, all right, I'm gonna go a little bit of a of a selfish one. I'm going Miles Sanders at Green Bay Thursday night. He hasn't been the most efficient or high uh, high gaining running back, but he's gotten most of the most of the touches in Philly. Obviously, Howard's getting the goal line. I was saying, yeah, Howard got that touchdown. So those touches, uh, that's. I'm. I'm. This is all sit pit for me again. This is absolutely all, this is all sit. Pit. I don't even think about this one. And the Packers defense has actually played pretty decent. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So they've been wonderful for a guy for a team that can't seem to run the ball well. Um, constantly get you know in situations where they have to throw. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Howard's getting those goal line touches. This is just a sit pit. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Sorry. I just I don't see Philly winning this game or like many games. <laughs> no, I mean, look. Once they get their weapons back, they're going to be better because they've had a lot of drops. But I just don't see them being ahead in this game and like being in a position to mile Sander it up too too much. Gotcha. I mean, that's fair. Let's go into one of my favorite favorite named segments, and that's "Are you feeling a little bi curious?" So you don't have the bi curious drop. I do not have a bi curious drop. I thought you had the the butters. I lost. Hey, they're bi curious. All right, man. All right. uh, My first guy that I'm maybe a little bi curious about is one that we talked about is Stefan Diggs. You guys kind of put a kibosh on that, where just that offense is, you don't want the second receiver in it. But I had it written down, and I didn't want to change it. 
Oh, wow, that's... Just going to stick with it. My friend. So you're saying you want to you buy low on Stefan Diggs. Yes. Is that is it a worthy proposition? And is it going to pay off later? I don't mm, think so. I mean, I, I don't think so. You have to buy real low. Real low on him for me to even, like, want to do that. It's just, you can't... In an offense, again, that throws 10, 12 times a game, 15 times a game, and a quarterback mm. who just can't get the ball to anyone besides, you know, Thielen as few times. Just, I don't, I don't see that working It's out. also, it's a, what, as a receiver to buy low, it's a lot harder because there's so many, there's so many good, good receivers that can get you consistent points. Yeah. Whereas with running backs, running backs, I would be much more open to Ugh. to buy buying back here to them. Well, that's the thing is like someone like a James Conner, like that's that would be a good buy candidate because you could basically spin it like Ben's gone, the quarterback is terrible, mm-hmm. the team doesn't look good, and but in the state of running backs where there's not that many that are you know doing anything, he has the ability that an upside that maybe if Rudolph can put it together. Mm-hmm. That offense can start clicking and he can start making, you know, getting you some points. Cause I'll tell you, there's one league where my running backs are just complete fucking shit and I would look into maybe try and get someone like Connor who people are afraid. So there you go. That, would be Connor. Okay. that makes sense. I mean, my other buy curious guys were all running backs. So that yeah. kind of fits with the, the theme. Uh, one, the first one is Kenyon Drake. Really? Is it just that the, the Dolphins are so dog shit, and like by extension, he's looked like dog shit. Or has he just looked so just god awful and disinterested that you don't even want a part of him at all? I just can't trust the Dolphins. Anyone on the Dolphins? Well, he's someone's gonna eventually score points on with them, right? I don't Are know. They, though? Yeah, I don't know. Will they? Look, if you could um, get Canyon Drake for like a wide receiver three, I'm not against it. I'm not totally against right this one, John. Kenyon I don't Drake mind yet. having Kenyon Drake as like a bi week running back, back slash flex player kind of guy. I'm not against this one. I mean, I guess because it is again the running backs are so ugh. Like it and Belages look terrible. Yeah, oh, all those Belage fucking lovers out there prior to the season. I mean, the low lights for both the running backs are really, really low. <laughs> they are, but I, I I would go with Drake. I guess like you said for a low. For like a wide receiver, like three. Run back. No, but four wide receivers. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, um, I'm a little back curious on, uh, Juju Smith Schuster. That was, I was kind of back curious on the whole Steelers team. Team. Well, just because of how they looked. If someone's, the, was it Deontay Thompson? He's wide receiver three. You can't, you can't put too much stock into, He's gonna get the long touch, uh, the random touchdown here and there. Juju, a hundred percent. I like if you can trade for him, you have you have to go for it. Yeah, and like you're not trading. I mean, you're not trading one of your. If you have one of those steady running backs, you're not trading that. But you can put together a package I'm where sure the best can. player is Juju, and you would be happy and. I mean, it's not like Mason Rudolph has a... He's got a good arm. 
He's he throws touchdowns. Give it a couple of weeks to click. The 49ers yeah. are, I think, better than people were thinking about. They are three and zero. They did, you know, like I don't think they're. I don't think they're. At. They're not. They're. I think they are. What they are, their record is way overshoot. Uh, yeah, they're not gonna. Obviously, they'll probably end up like nine and seven. Yes, but I mean, look, I don't think the defense is that terrible. Like, so I think there will be better games for the uh, Rudolph and the Steelers. So yeah, Juju definitely. I agree. I agree on that. Um, anyone else? You got by curious your running backs. I had uh, Joe Mixon as a by curious running back. He's got. It seems like his ceiling right now is about 12 points. He's not going to rack up 80 yards and a touchdown with, like, 30 catching yards. But would somebody, if somebody invested so much in him, what are you going to have to give up to get Joe Mixon? That's the thing. But the thing can be said with Juju. Could they be just so, I would say Juju. And Connor. Yeah. Exactly. So, could they be just be so frustrated where they want to get, or are they you know one and two or zero oh and three, and they are they feeling the crunch real bad? They just need a guy who is producing something, or they need two you know, say you have two bench guys that consistently ten, twelve points or whatever. Yeah, these are the things that you have to exploit. Yeah, that I hate people. I hate trying to review trades on Twitter because I. I just don't like trading. What? I, I don't, it's not that I don't like trading. It's, I get so nervous about trading. <laughs> I always think I'm ending up. Yeah, John, you, you, you think about it a lot when you trade. Like, I just, you I, freak, never pull I, I the trigger. freak myself out about trades. Well, I mean, you're always worried you're going to give up a player that like is just going to start going off. Yes, or it's the worst. Me, apparently. It's the worst. I don't know. People always think I'm trying to fuck them in a trade, like but you all the time. But I don't. I think I try and give good trades. Um, but like, no matter if the trade is good or not, I I've gotten denied so many times. So fucking frustrating. So I give up on frustrating. Tra- <laughs> there, there, John's all in on that one. But, I'd like to target somebody. <laughs> I'd like to target Carry On Johnson. Okay, I like. That. I know he's not coming off a bad game, so it kind of defeats like the buy curious. Like you want to. Target him on a bad game, but I just like his. Um, I like how he's becoming less of a running back by committee. Uh, C.J. Anderson's gone. I think his price is still low enough where you don't have to give up what you would if somebody viewed him as a top ten running back, which I think is what he'll finish this season as. I got you. Like, yeah, his draft. Like, people didn't spend as much draft capital on him. He's you know, second, third round guy, whatever. Yeah. It's a good guy to target, I feel like. The, any of those running backs that are, speaking of undefeated teams, the Lions 2-0-1, somehow undefeated. They're, I don't know about them. They're the most um, up in the air team, I feel like. You think they're the most up in the air? It's not the 49ers? No, I know the 49ers are not as good as, as, Oh, so the record says. Oh, okay, so you're like you don't I think know the, about them. I think the Lions could make some noise, but they. I mean, they beat the Chargers, they tied the Cardinals, which is which is crazy. It'll be a crowded. It'll be a crowded NFC North. Yeah, you know, be a very crowded NFC there, North. There's just not that many teams that 
like just get it done week after week where a team like the Lions that are competent can finish with nine wins or ten wins, you know? Like there's just – there's like Kansas City, New England, Baltimore. Um, the Rams. The Rams. Uh, I mean I still think the Saints are good, but obviously their ceiling isn't the same. And Dallas right now. Yeah. And besides that, it's – maybe Green Bay's creeping up in there because their defense looks so good. But besides those teams, it's just like I don't know what any of these guys are going to do week after week. They're yeah. not – none of them are that great. So, yeah, like I said, the Lions, I have no idea about them. So, yeah, so pretty much. I mean, I, I had carry on Johnson last year. Enjoyed, enjoyed having him on my team. He was very consistent when he was, when he was playing yeah, until injured. The and, Lions are the team that have cost me um, – Every single parlay I've had. Oh <laughs> my god! Uh, yeah. So there's that. Stupid I mean, Chargers. Stupid they can't, Chargers. They can't beat the Cardinals, but then they beat the Chargers, and then they beat the Eagles handedly. So like, thanks for doing that, Lions, for screwing all my parlays. Yeah. Two weeks. And that was ago. also. They're also. They're a chaos team. All the, I feel like most of their games have gone into chaos. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the first week they almost gave it up. Yeah, they tied. The, I then, mean, the Eagles. The ending of the Eagles game was crazy. And the whole and, and the whole char- and then the Chargers game was crazy. Was yeah, they probably shouldn't have won that. Game. They shouldn't have won that game. Anyway, it's because they're just not very good, but they're confident. So it's so weird. It's a weird team because they're like, they're just so middling. It's like they could beat anybody on a given week, but they could lose to any, like anybody. But you on a given get it week. They done. They lose to the worst team besides the Dolphins on a given week. <laughs> they could probably lose to the Dolphins too. I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe they could lose to the Jets, not the Dolphins. Oh. All right. Um, I resent that. Actually, I don't resent that. All right. Let's go on to uh, we get the shootout, avoid, and best out of yeah, the way. Let's run through those pretty quickly as we are uh, approaching. Yeah. We'll be fine. Oh, actually, oh, it's only hour and 17. Uh, my, I have a couple shootouts. I'm going to go with a, uh, I guess under the carpet one again. I'm going to go Bengals at Steelers. What is under the carpet? Like, I don't know, it's that, just like under the radar. It's not really a saying. Like, well, it is a saying. It, it is a saying. Now it is. Like, sweep things under the carpet, but like, it's not what you're intending it for. Alright, well, you know what I'm saying though. I'm going Bengals at Steelers. Uh, Andy Dolan looked like Dog shit the first half against the Bills. But then he put it together and somehow made a comeback against the Bills. Very confident defense in Buffalo. And then the Steelers, are they really going 0-4? I no. feel like they're going to put a very good effort. I want, I put, I started Deontay Johnson in one league where I had Antonio Brown and Michael Gallup and I, I had to pick up someone. So I picked up Deontay Johnson just because of his connection with Rudolph. It yeah. paid off. I'm not saying he's going to get another touchdown, but I could see them getting, if you're in PPR leagues, it's probably not as much because I feel like he's more of a deep threat. Yeah. But the uh, I could see him getting another 70 yards. And then I just I feel like this this got to be the game for James Conner and Juju. Like, this is the game where their offense has to put it together. I they're, hope so. They're third, they're third week with Rudolph. It, it has, it has to be. And then the Bengals. I mean, we just talked about Joe Mixon. We have to do. 
So this is the shootout, though. Do you think this is going to be a shootout? This is going to be a shootout. I think. I think just this is going to be a, that the defenses are going to be non-existent in this game. Really? Yeah. Not non-existent, but kind of not. I think. I think the Bengals are going to do shit. I think Steelers defense is going to clamp down. Give them the clamps. Done. Give them oh, the clamps. Oh, the thing that I do every time. Yeah. <laughs> Spend it under the carpet. Um, <laughs> yeah, get them under that carpet. <laughs> I don't know how that sounds. Uh, I have a shootout, and I think it's going to be oh, the Panthers and the Texans. And it's going to be a combined total seven passing touchdowns between Watson and Allen. It's okay. going to be amazing. Oof. It's going to be absolutely amazing. That's going to be a real shootout. Is Watson one of the best come-from-behind quarterbacks to watch? Because he, he just slings it downfield, and somehow it gets he throws 70 RTEs every week. Um... I mean, he definitely seems to come alive, like, when his team needs him. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, Is he going to get lucked? I hope I can't, not. I, I hope can't not. keep watching him get banged around oh, so sucks. much. This sucks. Yeah, he gets hit every fucking time. It's insane. Like, even teams that have no pass rushes run through the line and get him. It's crazy. It's crazy. But until that point... He's still going to be slinging You're riding that Kyle Allen train. Yeah, I'm riding it. Riding it high. Better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't believe you say something like He did that. not have. You know what? Just because of that, I'm changing my shootout. <laughs> Go for it. It was going to be It was gonna be Tampa Bay and Los Angeles. <laughs> and um, now it's going to be Giants. It's, I'm changing it to Washington versus Giants. <laughs> um, neither of these teams have a defense. Uh, I don't know if they start Dwayne Haskins next week. That might throw a little wrench in it um, to see how good he is or not. But if Case Keenum plays, I I think both of these quarterbacks throw for over 300 yards. Um, I I start Scary Terry in this game, Mm -hmm. maybe even AP or Chris Thompson. I mean, just start anybody against the Giants really at this point. And then start anybody against Washington at this point, too. Throw in Daniel Jones. Do not even think about leaving Shepard on your bench. I was going to say, no, no Goldman, though. No Goldman. Um, I don't think Goldman, no. I wouldn't do Goldman. Um, maybe in Daily Fantasy, a Darius Slayton, if you want to get cutesy with it. Yeah, save, save a bunch of cash. There's my uh, shootout of the week. That was That was my undercover pick. If, if, if we, if we did the cover pick. Yeah, if we, if we did a couple. Um, Alright, my game that I want to avoid um, between two, I'm going to go Vikings-Bears real quick. Uh, just, I mean, I know Mitch Trubisky's look, he's throwing a couple nice TD passes. It's first stuff Redskins. Exactly. But the Vikings defense has looked good at home. I wonder if that's going to transfer to uh, Soldier Field. I almost said shoulder field, going back to my like eight-year-old self there. Um, and, yeah, it's just the Vikings, the one option. You you have to play Devlin Cook just because of how good he's been. But you're you're not expecting more than 12 points. They're all sin. They're all sin. Yeah. And, yeah, say we, we talked about Thielen before. It's a – you might be in the sit pit. Sit pit. In the sit pit. Start cart. <laughs> um – I had two, but I'm gonna go with the Jags versus the Broncos. That was my other one. I um look, I love 
I love Minshew. I love the memes. I love everything about this guy. I love the you're, mustache. You're putting mustache. you're putting uh, your boy Joe Flacco in a shootout of the week. No, no, no. no. This is games to avoid. Oh. What are you, what are you talking oh, did about you pick your shootout yet? Yeah, I picked the Texans versus the Panthers, but they're gonna go uh, seven touchdowns. Yeah, you did. You did do that. Yeah, don't you remember the all hail Kyle Allen? Like all hail Kyle Allen. I think Brian just blacked out from anger yeah. once he <laughs> once he heard someone's better than Daniel Jones. It's not true. Uh, <laughs> it's not true. We're going to lose him again. Oh, my God. All right. We're on the game to avoid, Brian, and it's the Jaguars versus the Broncos. Um, again, as I already talked about, I don't like Flacco or the Broncos too much. Um, I mean, look, I don't know who to trust with Lindsey or Freeman. Freeman has more rushing yards than Lindsey. But, but Lindsey like, Lindsay Lindsay has to know the end zone. I know, but I just don't trust the Broncos. And actually, the Jaguars defense is pretty solid. They shut down... Texans, they shut down the yeah. Titans. That's not like great, but uh, look, Jaguars defense is pretty solid. So I don't think the Broncos are going to do much. Um, as much as I love Minshew, I don't think he's unless it's a two quarterback league. He's is this the, the Minshew mania ends? You think? No, no, no. He's still going to do well, but I don't think he's like he's, he's no Kyle Allen. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Second rate quarterback. Uh, but, <laughs> But yeah, I try to stay away from the, this game as much as possible. People, anyone? Oh, that's another running back who's been disappointed everyone so far. Leonard Fournette. Um, I mean, did we not call that? Oh, for we, the past no, four no, years, we've called it. We've called it. But I'm saying, like, people were still drafting him as their uh, their RB two. And, I, and I, I ESPN like was really high on Fournette. Idiots! I, that was so <laughs> weird. Idiot savages! Look, people just keep riding that Fournette three. Wheeled bus that breaks down all the time. Buses have can like ten they, wheels. Can they swap him in a third for? I mean, can they get? Yeah, can they swap him in a third for Melvin Gordon? Wouldn't that be? What if they did a Jalen Ramsey for Melvin Gordon? Do Do the Chargers no, want? No, Mel, that's uh, not worth Fournette? it. You would have to give Melvin Gordon and like a first. But do the Chargers want Fournette? Um, no, I don't Probably know. Not. Maybe as a goal line runner and stuff. I don't know. Just like right. somebody to take back, plus a pick. I guess. Alvin Gordon. Ugh, no. Just get him out. Uh, put, him, put him on the other coast as far away from yeah, as possible. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's, that's feasible. But, ugh. But yeah, so that's, I, I stay away from that game. I want to stay away from Green Bay and Philly. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody. Devonte Adams is the only, and I guess Rogers, baby. Even him, I'm starting to fade a little. But like, there's really nobody I like in this game. Thursday night, and it sucks because like, Aaron Jones continues to score touchdowns, uh, but they continue yeah. to give Jamal Williams a lot of carries, and, and like, oh, it changed every week. It just seems like it's an every other week thing. It's like. Adam Jones has an amazing week. Then they he gets less carries than Williams. Then he has an amazing week. Then he has less carries than Williams. It does it doesn't make any sense. It's, they don't let him get going. I don't understand it. Like give him the bulk and he will. You know, I just uh, whatever. That's very frustrating. I know. I, I foresaw foresaw this when I drafted him in in your league. Just, yeah, he's good, but just frustrating. You, and you just thought this would be, like, finally, they would just let him have it. Mm-mm. 
I really thought I that know. I really thought that was gonna happen. And uh, speaking of disappointing running backs, uh, David Montgomery so far as well. Speaking yeah, of, as yeah. as watching the Monday night game, who they don't give it on the they just don't give it to him on the goal line. Like they, it's unbelievable. They run five wideout sets on first and one from the goal line. Like this whole game. They've just they just run it. No, they just gotta. They make run sure. these weird plays. Like I said, you gotta make sure Cordell Paris, Patterson gets his carries. <laughs> gotta get his carries oh, in yeah. there. Because yeah. if you think of a goal line running back, you think of the wide receiver yeah. who has not been useful anywhere in his career. Gotta turn get running back to Cordell Patterson and Jamal Williams. Like I want to make it all, all like, like frustrating team. Yeah, like just, a team yeah, that just like, no pisses way. you to fuck off. All right, uh, and then my game. For uh, the best or most interesting, we still, we still have to figure this out. Uh, pass that Bills. I mean, are yeah. the Bills for real? Oh, that's what I had to. Huh, okay. I mean, it's in Buffalo. If the Bills are going to make actual noise this season, they have to win this game. I don't even win this game. No, if they are, if they play the Patriots tough, if they keep them honest, this you know, if, if they keep this game close and they make the Pats actually fucking work for it. Mm. That would be enough for me to think, like, yeah, you know what? The Bills can continue to grow. It's week four. More than just a wild card weekend flame out team. Yeah, I mean, like, I just think if it's week four, they or they can give the Pats some fits and really keep it, you know, tight. Mm. Then that's a team get that I right, can see. Get tight. They they can grow as the season goes along. Like that's a that'd, that'd be a big confidence builder for them. So. I also, uh, I mean, if they could score an offensive touchdown, that'd be cool. That would help as well. <laughs> Offense, like score against the Patriots defense would be very nice. So, but yeah, no, definitely an interesting game. I really want to see what the Bills uh, can do. So, Brian, John, my interesting game is a joke because um, my <laughs> real interesting game is the Giants of Washington. I know. Probably Carolina Houston. No, I just want to see the. I, I like. I think Carolina Houston's because I think both of those teams are like uh, are in like the third rank of teams, and both have the chance to be a wild card team. Um, so I think it's a kind of a proven game for both of them. But my my interesting game as a joke is um, watching. The Chargers find a way uh, not to cover the spread against Miami because <laughs> you know they're not going to do it. You know the Chargers are going to find a way to like shoot some shoot themselves in the dick and not cover that Miami spread, which isn't even that high. It's like uh, fifteen or something right now. That's too much. They're not going to cover it. They won't cover. They're that. not right. There, there's like no chance that they cover a they're team gonna, like they're... a if it's over two scores. I just don't think they're going to do it. They're just not that team. Don't we just we it's know like a backdoor like field blocked field goal return for a touchdown? The Chargers. Oh, right now it's actually sixteen and a half. Last night I'm looking right now. Um, they just play down to their team, the team they play. So however good the team is, they're, they're playing. Charge, yeah, they're going to charge it up. So uh, it's going to be twenty four to twenty. The Chargers are going to win this game. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, they're, I just don't think they're going to win by more than sixteen. Yeah, if anything, what I, oh, you know, I, I know what I'm, I'm a, I don't know if you know, you, do, you, do, you could do alternate spreads uh-huh. on DraftKings. Of course. And uh, so you could probably, like, take, like, the Dolphins, like, plus, like, 20. And do that, and then do a couple parlays with that, just to ensure the fact that you know the Dolphins will uh, cover that spread. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. 
Um, alright, so, since we talked about all the games, all the pickups, all the start carts, it's time for our favorite segment, the Boys of the Week. Okay, so, uh, Anthony picked Greg Olson, so I'm pretty sure he won. Greg motherfucking Olson. There you go. There yeah. he is. There he is. Um, I was kind of handicapped this Boys of the Week. You yeah. handicapped yourself, my friend. I know. <laughs> you did. So, Anthony, you get you get first pick. Alright. I am going to continue the trend of going with... This was my pickup of the week. His name is Will Disley. Oh, God. Okay. And the reason why... I should have won. The reason why is... Shut up. Going against the Cardinals. This was my reason for picking Greg Olson last week. The Cardinals have allowed tight ends to absolutely obliterate them every week. Hawkinson, Andrews, even Hayden Hurst scored a touchdown versus them. Now Olsen, it's only a matter of time that Will Disley's going to get his. So I got him going for 60, and he's going to get two fucking touchdowns. Calling a shot. Calling him. All right. The, the Cardinals cannot stop a tight end. Cardinals can't stop at anything. Yeah, they can't really. Especially a tight end. So that's my number one pick this week. All right, my first boy will be Marvin Jones against Kansas City. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> oh, man, everyone's getting the she, she boys got, in. She got your boys in on time. <laughs> uh, going off 5,400, so a little bit on the higher end of boys, but um, always want anyone, any deep threat against Kansas City, I want. I'm going to Marvin Jones. Touch All right, well, if you're going to take my Marvin Jones, then I'm just going to switch the first name and go... Motherfucking Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones. I didn't oh my have God. him on the boy list, but I didn't feel like switching past the Jones part. I mean, that's fair. That's a lot. Daniel Jones against Washington. Let's put up another uh, three TDs, 300 yards, Daniel Jones. <laughs> okay. Uh, you gotta, you gotta we know the rules for the QBs. They got to hit those fucking numbers. Yeah. But a rookie quarterback isn't it like a little more. If he gets to 89, it's fine. <laughs> um, my second is uh, he already actually scored tonight um, I go with Scary Terry uh, mainly because he um, I mean he's the best weapon they got right now he's all over the field and the Giants look what they just let Mike Evans do so there's going to be a lot of passing opportunities for the Redskins next week for the Giants and I think Terry's going to get them all I think he's going to have another touchdown. He's going to continue the streak of just scoring touchdowns and scoring touchdowns and scoring touchdowns. So I like him next week. Wow, there's a lot of defenses where you just play your guys against this year. Yeah, right now, yeah. This early on, yeah, it definitely is. I think, I, I mean, it seems like there's more than just a couple it was last, the last few years. It seems like it's a handful at least. Yeah. Uh, Giants, Arizona, Miami – Jets, Washington, easy ones. That's just Kansas City's set. up there. Uh, Seattle for anybody deep threat. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's some bad defenses out there. Some bad D. My second boy since he took Scary Terry, it will be uh, a Paris to Campbell against Oakland. Wait, I took two of your boys? Well, we'll just leave it as like my fifth boy uh, in case a couple of people took my boys. Uh, Paris Campbell versus Oakland, 4,900. He's getting more of the snap share 
Uh, and if T.Y.'s out, Jacoby's going to be looking his way. I like him for, I'm going to go 95 yards and like six catches. Would be a nice there you day. go. Nice, nice like, a n- real nice Fox game. Real nice Fox game. I had two guys on um, Indy just in case one was taken. My backup was Paris Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. The top guy was Jack Doyle. Um, same reasons. T.Y. Hilton looking banged up, looking shaky. Jack Doyle, you know, four for 46 last game. I think he gets a couple more catches, 20 more yards. We'll, we'll do six for like 70, which is a, a solid tight end game That's in this world game. starved of tight ends. Sad, it's a sad world. Yeah, I mean, it's just never going to be my prophecy <laughs> of the year of the tight end. Mm, well, the boy I picked, I think, is a little too, uh, he's too much of a man. So I, I really can't go with him, because I, I feel like it's, uh... We're only five, yeah, that's right. So I, I have to I have to bring him back a bit. Well, because, I mean, look, you guys are all picking these cults, and I'm like, I had this cult, and I'm like, oh, that's, that's not that's not fair. It's not fair for him, the boy. So, um... I will allow John to do his third boy, so I can wrap around. Wow, what are is you, this? Are you looking at my boys? No, I'm allowing you to. Do, first off, I'm not going to your boy dungeon and looking at your boys. I'm okay? saying boy dungeon is very private. No, I'm letting you better you, stay out of his boy. Dungeon. I'm letting you go first, and you can wrap back around to me. So I have to find another boy. You know what? I'm confused by your tactics, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, this is this is some mind games right unpre- here. Unprecedented. Well, look. When you guys learn how to win like I do, you guys gonna make. Dude, you finished so up. far behind us, you couldn't taste our farce last year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> I, just, I just put it under the carpet, John. <laughs> Go. Uh, Go. Uh, I mean, my boy that I was gonna pick anyways, unless Anthony picked him, was gonna be Darius Slayton against Washington, thirty-two hundred deep cut boy. Hell yeah! Danny Danny Dimes is gonna throw a couple duck bombs to him. Hell yeah! Deep cut boy. Deep cut boy, Danny Dimes. Alright, I guess I'll go. Yeah, go for it. Alright, I'm gonna do DK Metcalf. We're just gonna keep the rookie wide receiver train rolling. Um, Arizona can't stop anybody on defense. I mean, Tyler Lockett's been a monster after a slow first game. He's gone nuts games two and three. Um, and I, I, so I can't pick him in good conscience. So let's go DK Metcalf. He's gonna get a couple bombs, um, and be fine. He'll he'll get close to the hundred yard mark. Put up a touchdown for you. All right, I am going to go uh, with a guy who scored another guy who scored a touchdown in every game this, so far this year, and Tyrell Williams. Um, obviously, the best game he's had so far was Week One, but I mean, like old move to rely on Derek Carr. No, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, apparently has a nose for the end zone, scoring touchdowns each week in uh, one, two, and three. Um, the weapons there aren't. I mean, besides Waller um, and Jacobs, I mean, Tyrell's the guy who's going to get deep mm-hmm. balls. So I'm going to go with uh, Williams to get another touchdown and about I don't know 60 yards. So nothing crazy, but you know, Colts do have a tough. Can have a tough. Uh, although Malik Hooker might be out, so that might help. Um, yeah, so I'm going Tyrell Williams, my third boy. Okay. Now that you, uh, you play push those, it off enough. Play those mind games. Play those mind games. Play those mind games. All right, so that's it for us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Lens. 
Uh, if you're in Iceland, leave us reviews. Um, I would love to see an Icelandic review. Uh, yeah, I don't know what their language even looks like. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. <laughs>